welcome to Loose Lips on tour, as I'm going to say, <laughs> with me, Georgie Porter, and the beautiful, who's got her hair fabulously done, Sharon Carpenter. Oh. Well, you're looking very gorgeous yourself. And very summery, by the way, because you're you're in florals, a really like cute floral dress or something. But yeah, we're on yeah. tour right now. Um, so if I mm. sound all uh, not as professional as usual, <laughs> I didn't have my microphone with me. Um, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, cool. uh, in uh, in America. So that's kind of like the Midwest. Wow. I think. I'm not good yeah. with geography. <laughs> I'm 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 currently in the UK Wales in Wales I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And what are you doing in Wales? So I'm on a little staycay, a little um, trip away with the boyfriend and his son. So we're oh. doing a cute little family getaway, which, to be oh. honest, it's been boiling, it's epic. We've been in the sea. Wow. It's been brilliant. What, what about you? How's your trip? So it's been awesome. I've done something, um, I've been doing something very different to what I normally do. I'm actually out here for work. So I've been out here... It's almost been two weeks at this point, yeah. and uh, I'm here for a chess national championship, <laughs> three national championships, to be honest. <gasps> um, a juniors championship, which is under 21, a girls junior, so girls under 21, <gasps> uh, and then senior. And the funny thing is, seniors are 50 plus. So when you <gasps> think seniors, you're thinking like 70. No, not in chess, because apparently your mind starts to go downhill at the age of around 30. Oh, really? <laughs> Wow. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. So 50 in chess is on the older end of the spectrum, but it's been it's been crazy a crazy schedule. It's been really awesome. Um we've been going live every day for the past yeah. 10 days and we actually have a our last live uh game today. <gasps> and these broadcasts are like 5 hours non-stop. Like five to six hours live wow. these games that are going on, 15 chess games simultaneously. Uh, and chess, I don't. I know you play chess, Georgie, don't you? I'm obsessed with this, what you're doing. Like, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but when you said you're doing chess, I was like, oh, I want to know so much because 
it's a, it's been a, a game that I've played since I was a kid, like a yeah. very young age. So I am totally on board with this. And you're totally into it. Yeah. And so so wait. So is there going to be like an ultimate champion? Yeah. So we crown two ultimate champions, and you wouldn't believe like just how incredible these players oh. are. Like basically, what they do, right? And it takes years to get to the point where they are right now. They're just yeah. all chest out, chest, chest, chest. From the age of around five they start there there's such thing as a chess engine or chess engines chess computers that teach you all these moves and openings to the game it's called like the wow moves that you make the first moves are the most important yeah exactly the first moves are most important and they go by you know i don't know about you but i grew up playing chess as well but i just mm. i knew the moves of the pieces and yeah you know i kind of knew how to win uh, at least on my level but no these guys they go by coordinates like uh oh. you know e5 to b7 and it's very much if if you don't know the terminology and you don't know the coordinates of the board, it's super easy to get lost because our commentators are going at a thousand miles an hour <gasps> predicting what moves the players are about to make. So you would think, okay, it's chess, it moves slow. Is the broadcast going to be that interesting? Yeah. No, it is super fast paced. It's almost like a basketball game, like stream where you're, yeah, where there's really fast paced action. Um, Again, you know, I'm new to this world, but I've been hanging in there and I think it's going really well. (laughs) Really great feedback. We we did crown two champions. We crowned uh, uh, the girls champion yesterday. She's Annie Wang. I think she's 19 or 20 years old. And pretty much a flawless tournament for her. I think she had one loss and one draw. And then a guy named Hans Neiman, who's like quite the personality. (laughs) Um, Some of them, you know, they come in the room for an interview afterwards. You're like, wow, you've just got such a dynamic personality. He's one of them. He's a Twitch streamer as well, but he's the junior champion. Also, how old was he? Was he young? Was he really young? He's 18. He just turned 18. Yeah. 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 But our youngest is 11 years old. Who ended up drawing with the champion of the girls? <gasps> so that was Jeez. a bit of a, you know, because she was just on a roll, win, 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 and she couldn't beat this 11 year old. Oh my goodness. See, also, how quick, how many moves could they win in? Is there like, well, could they win the in thing. two? You can actually win a chess game in two moves, but you have to be playing someone who's not on the expert level. That these oh, that would never the- happen. <laughs> they're, just, they're just way too good. Doesn't age is nothing but a number as well when it comes to chess. But basically, what we're doing today after um, loose slips, I've got to go, and we have a playoff game because it was basically a tie between two seniors, and they're legend. Legends is a better word, right? Um, oh, yes. So there's a tie between those two, and so it's going to be rapid chess. So you've got <gasps> half an hour to play the game. And yeah. then if it's still a tie, because you've got two games, if it's still a tie, then it's something called Armageddon, where <laughs> you know, the world might end uh, after that. So this is going to be my first experience with this type of chess as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm like a zombie right now. And I the bet. main reason, to be honest, Georgie, is because, yeah, I've been working around the clock. I've been working really hard. But they yeah. have some killer mosquitoes out in St. Louis. And oh. I got, it was like an all-you-can-eat buffet. And I oh. got well, you, all you're fresh. my sheet. You're and like it, new, fresh there. Yeah, I'm like fresh, fresh. <laughs> and, and so every night for the past three nights, I've been up like scratching the hell out of my legs and my feet. Mm. Nothing 
is helping. So I've had about four hours sleep in the past uh, no. three, four days. You know, I can I can totally relate, right? Because we've got some hot weather here, right? And yeah. I, went, I went down south. Um, unfortunately, it was my auntie's funeral. So oh, um, yeah, just a little so thing funny. there. It was pretty sad. But it was in Faversham. And I have never been bit so much. I think because it's near the sea. <gasps> yes. And I literally, I'm my blood, my knees, I've got scars now from the itching. Yeah. And you know what I had to do, and it got so bad in the middle of the night I went downstairs um there was the toilet downstairs wet this towel and I wrapped my ankles in this wet towel and I just had no idea I just had to shackle my feet because I (laughs) like you I could not could not sleep and I was like waking my boyfriend up going look at these bites and he's like yeah. oh, i've got them too so i mean i just oh, I want to, go to sleep yeah <laughs> so if this helps maybe you should like make your bed wet <laughs> yeah yeah Wetness. even though the idea of a wet hotel yeah. bed <laughs> hotels it's like <laughs> clean stuff but they don't clean everything and now it's wet and yeah. I don't know if I like the idea of that to be honest but it, it is a good idea and for some reason I don't know why it just gets so much worse at night have you found night, it nights like they get the little knives and forks out and go yeah. oh nice snack and you're like do you know as well I, yeah. I kept wake, like wanting to wake up and find it on me yeah. and be like oh I tell all your little fly mates to do one because <laughs> they'll squish you and show you Exactly. Oh. And then when you hear it in your ear as well, oh. it's like, that, that's the worst. But these bites, I've had them for a couple of days. It's just, I don't think it's the new, I don't think I'm continuously getting bitten. I think I've just had these bites, but they're just oh, almost more and more itchy as the days go on. Anyway, I'm not going to have any sleep tonight either because my I'm oh. leaving here at four o'clock in the morning to take a flight back. Oh, yeah. So... Anyway, guys, yeah, that's what we've been up to lately. <laughs> <laughs> we've been getting bitten, but not in the sexy way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So should we move on to yeah. news story number one? What have we got? I like this story, actually. Mm. Parents across the US say their children are requiring British accents, thanks to, not me, I can't take credit, but thanks to Peppa Pig. Uh, it's been called the Pepper Effect. Children are saying mummy instead of mommy. Uh, using phrases like, can I have a go? <laughs> I didn't realize they don't say that over here. They're calling the TV the telly. Uh, within the last 30 days, the show generated higher demand than 98.9% of all children's titles across the US. Audience demand for Pepper in the US is 112% higher than in the UK. Some linguistic experts are skeptical about the pepper effect, saying that toddlers typically develop the accent of the community around them by interactions, not by watching. Uh, But they do admit that children might learn unfamiliar words from a show, including tomato and zebra, (laughs) and thereby, in the case of Peppa Pig, come to use the British pronunciation. But American parents are all over social media posting evidence that their kids are speaking in English accents, I think this is the story <laughs> ever. I've actually never seen an episode of Peppa Pig, have you? Uh, yeah, and it's quite like, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't want to watch it, you know, that kind of thing. And they've got all the different names, <laughs> so like you didn't George. Okay. No, I, yeah, I'm, I like cartoons, though. I mean, I, as a kid, loved a cartoon. And I always oh, yeah. think, I always thought it gives you the comedy and characteristic sort of, 
as a child you grow up with the imagination and stuff so I love cartoon for children I always think some people like don't watch too much telly I think no watch cartoons all day and my grandma used to be like (laughs) watch the funnies and I used to watch them constantly and I suppose you do pick up stuff don't you and and like isms and comedy sketches from cartoons I would think so yeah and the big thing as well is you know these kids were binge watching Peppa Pig (laughs) when they were in quarantine right and in fact it was really sort of a a life-saving situation for a lot of parents yeah like they're working from home now because they've got to look after the kids because they can't go to school and um it's like all right well let me just stick on the telly yeah television and uh, let uh, Peppa Pig raise them for, you know, a couple of months. <laughs> Give them some <laughs> accent lessons. I mean, imagine all the American kids coming out with all that. To the, I think that's the I funniest. Know. That is so cute. It's, <laughs> it's adorable. I mean, what's cuter than a toddler? An American <laughs> toddler putting on a fake British There's actually a video <laughs> that has got millions, I think millions of streams. Um, it's on TikTok where this woman was talking about it. And I think that's what kicked this off in the first place. <laughs> and other people were like, yeah, that happened to me. <laughs> and um, it's so cute. Like her, her daughter's like, daddy, daddy. I mean, it's just so, so British. It's funny that linguistic experts are saying, oh no, this, this can't actually be happening. Yeah. Why is that bad? I mean, and also, you know, when you were a kid and used to play like house or something with your friends, is it just me or did everybody used to put an American accent when you were playing with your, like your mates? Yeah. Yeah. I used to remember just being like and now we gotta put the beans in the pan and just being like american for some reason why we always thought it was so cool to have an american accent as well uh, yeah for me i was doing it when i was older i wasn't even like four, <laughs> three four i i was doing that when i was 13 14 because <laughs> yeah. you know we grew up watching american movies and yeah. listening to the movie stars and the music stars and it just always seemed like a much cooler accent but yeah i think our accent's actually pretty pretty awesome um mm. but you know what it rubs off we rub off on people and when we do hear i know when i'm around my american friends right mm. within minutes they start picking up my accent and just yeah. saying things with a yeah. bit of a british accent and the same when i come home to the uk and i'll use phrases like hell no right? <laughs> yeah. I'll say better i do say better <laughs> i don't really say better anymore yeah. uh, and my friends will stop picking that up my sister will stop picking that up so <laughs> i think is we're easily influenced by you know yeah. especially when it's someone that we like right yeah when it's a, friend, when it's a family member when it's peppa pig <laughs> they'll say I, I think I always go more mank when I go to America just to, yeah, so I don't you. lose it. Yeah, I start, I start going like that and going, I don't even speak like this, but I'll talk like that. Can <laughs> <laughs> they understand you well when you're over? No, they have no idea what I say. Yeah. And, and then I have to start speaking a bit proper and then I'm like, yeah. oh, who am I anymore? But, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's what I have to do. Also why... You know, because a lot of English people think I fake my American accent. Mm. If they're not familiar with me, they might think, oh, who is this person? She's not really English. That's not how we speak. (laughs) But yeah, I've had to switch up certain things that I say because otherwise Americans aren't going to understand my mouth. And now, yeah, I have this weird sort of posh slash, 
you know, it has a bit of an American twang, sounds a little bit Australian sometimes, but still very British at the same time. So I'm not surprised some people think I've got a fake accent. Because I think I used to think that about English people that would come to America and it's like, why do you sound like that? That's not how we talk. <laughs> um, yeah. Of course you're going to adjust the way. And when you're constantly hearing one accent and that's all you're hearing, of course mm. it's going to have an influence, especially... Yeah. You know, yeah, I came over when I was like 18. So I have my firm British accent. No, you you do are still, still very much British still. Like there's not, it's not too yeah, Americanized. Okay, okay, good. But even words, like nobody understood the word pavement or like stuff. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, pavement. Or just, <laughs> even I'd just make noises and they'd be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, uh, oh. It's funny you say that because... When we're in agreement, we'll say, mm, right? Mm, but yeah. here it has to be, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can't uh-huh. just be that, mm, because the mm is almost like, mm, delicious. Mm, yeah, or, yeah. Mm, or, or, or mm, yeah, or, mm, I don't agree. They go, hmm, as if I yeah. don't agree. But if you go, mm-hmm, then you agree. Whereas exactly. here, it's like, mm, and you all agree on, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So even during the, these test shows, I've been like, mm, mm, and then I'm like, oh, I have to remember, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Because it's mm. mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I, I think it's cute. What's your favorite accent, though, Georgie? Oh, I I love accents. I mean, I mean this because I'm in Wales right now as well. The way yells are like this, you know, and it's like yeah. the song. It's like the talking, <laughs> like, and you don't know what they're saying. You have to ask them a few times, and it's lovely, <laughs> and you're just like. I don't know what you said, I'm sorry. And then I'll pretend I've got a Welsh accent, you know, to see if I can get away with it. But you're, then people are, you're the queen of doing accents. <laughs> I just think you've, you've got to not be scared to just try. Because the minute, Yeah, the minute you're scared is when you can't do it. Yeah. If you just do it, then you can't not don't do it. Don't be scared to offend. Yeah, you just <laughs> got to do it. Yeah, because everybody has accents, don't they? Everyone has different accents, so you just got to yeah. do it. Yeah. Everyone definitely has different accents. I don't know, I... When I first came over here, at certain companies that I worked for, there were certain people there that would just imitate my accent on a daily basis. And <sighs> you know, two years in, they still find it really, really funny. Coming oh. in the room, oh, yeah, I might have told you about this, but there's one guy at this news organization I worked at, and he would come in the office in front of everyone, hello, pop it, hello, pop it. And that was <laughs> And that was what we would do every single day without fail. You'd be like, I don't sound like that. Pretend to laugh at that. I mean, it was cute. I get, you know. He He likes you. That's why he's doing it. Yeah, I think he did, to be honest. But that's the quickest way to um, turn a girl (laughs) off. (laughs) After the hundredth time, that's uh, not not so... fun anymore no yeah he's got he's got the joke once like don't repeat him exactly speaking of wales where i am right now we've got some news about wales um tell me what's going on so we've got welsh outlets shut due to unbearable temperatures oh Oh it's just been so hot at least two venues in wales have had to shut down temporarily due to scorching temperatures the Pipeworks Bar in Rodonna, Sayan, Taf. I don't know <laughs> what I did there. <laughs> that was probably just right as well. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe people have lost signal when we say that. Um, <laughs> as well as the Stone Crab Restaurant in the Welsh seaside resort of Saudersfoot in Pembrokeshire. They closed up shop 
And at the first establishment, owners say the heat was unbearable for employees behind the bar. Both the bar and the restaurant have stated that they cannot let their staff continue to suffer in this hot weather. 30.9 degrees Celsius, I'm guessing. Temperatures were recorded for the hottest day of 2021 in Wales last Monday. The Met Office issued an extreme heat warning and pints were going from cold to hot in five minutes. <laughs> Whoa! Can you drink a pint like in quicker than five minutes? Uh, a warm pint. That sounds pretty gross. I'm not really a beer person, but I'm just imagining it. Especially Guinness. That would be nasty. Oh, that, that would be weird. Yeah. Yeah. But in, so because like you were a Brit, and now you moved to I? the. <laughs> but now you've moved to like the hottest place ever, haven't you? Yeah. Really, when it comes to sunshine, yeah. do you like knowing what the Brits are like when it gets hot? Would you say we always complain about the weather and stuff? Like, we're never happy, are we? I think everyone complains about the weather. I think mm. that's just human nature. Um, but because, I mean, in New York, we have the worst winters, right? We have blizzards. We had, oh. In February, I mean, it was literally snowstorm after snowstorm. But then, you know, okay, we have a few days of spring and everyone loves it. But then by the time it's summertime, which is usually after about a week, uh, now it's like super hot and scalding out there and scalding. Wait, what's the word? Scalding. Yeah. Scalding. scalding. Yeah. Scalding. 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 Yeah. Scalding. Yeah. Scold me about being scalding. Um, so, and then we start complaining about that. But the thing is, it can be really oppressive heat out here. I'm in St. Louis right now. And I'm in the hotel, so it's fine. I've got the AC going. But as soon as I step outside, it literally is like stepping into a sauna no joke that humidity level is so high and the sauna on sort of full steam ahead um like which is I don't mind it that much I'm kind of used to it unless I have to actually work and these guys actually have to work but the thing is in the UK we're not used to temperatures like that we are not used to this no never like that you guys don't have AC no don't have there are sort of cooling centers that they have in the u.s in certain cities where people who don't have ac they can go in and cool down especially the elderly that's like the big thing right yeah people who are kind of isolated here you have water fountains you're gonna have some access to a water fountain somewhere you don't have it there and it just shows you global warming and we know it's a real thing some people still try to deny it but it's a real thing Mm. because i don't know what 39 degrees celsius is but i'm assuming it's probably almost it's probably like 90 degrees or something in fahrenheit it's Um, definitely been the hottest i mean we have we've been to the lakes and i swam in open water for the first time ever and i mean it was incredible i have never wanted to because of how cold lakes are and i've always Uh, thought you know you're gonna freeze after but it was it was like a hot bath and like really so the lake yeah, was hot the lake was hot and it was in the wow. lake district so you even think there it's not even gonna be because it's like high up or whatever yeah. so like I have I can, also I always think you know, when you're at school when you're a kid and it's hot and you're like we can't we cannot go to school today yeah. like yeah. we ha- the school has to be closed and you wish and you wish that like you know, all the coolers break or something, or they send you home. And I get it. Yeah. If you're at work and it's too hot, you're like, please send me home. Like it's too hot to work. So I would, not even in a lazy way. 
And I mean, for these guys, I mean, if they're bartending or they're serving mm. food or you know, they're even, what about the, the employees in the kitchen? What about the chef? Oh, and yeah. The chef and all of those guys. Oh, they're boiling. Heat pumping already. Yeah. I went into the other day. So sometimes this will happen uh, in the midst of summer out here, right? You go into a store and their AC has broken. Um, so it's fine when everything's working properly, but when it breaks, I went into Sephora the other day and it was unbearable to go run in, run out. It was unbearable. The employees were sweating. I remember one time as well when, um, I was working for HQ trivia and we were moving from one studio to the next, right? But Mm. we were keeping the old studio going as the new one was being set up. So, I guess the landlord of the building decided to get the um, AC turned off for some yeah. strange reason because they're like, yeah. well, you guys are moving anyway. And we had to do a show in the blazing heat. It was so hot because it was like, we're a few floors up and the heat rises. Oh. And I remember Scott, who was the host of the US one, he was in there first and then I was doing the UK show next. And he came out, his face was red. His hair was wet. It looked like someone had thrown a bucket. <laughs> his hair was like stuck to his face. Yeah. And I came out looking the same way because you exert a lot of energy. And I think these bartenders and <sighs> workers at the restaurant, yeah. they exert a lot of energy as well. Imagine, so yeah. They did the right thing by, um, by closing the restaurant, but it kind of sucks because... Uh, people are out and about they would like yeah. to in and, and have a drink but... especially after covid we need to go out like we yeah. the first thing we're excited about isn't it you know yeah. when when we work at um when we work at the soap and like a studio and tv time and stuff obviously yeah. the lights are so bright yeah and we normally have makeup artists but because of covid we've had to do our own things so we get yeah. like we get people Sharon, you look like Beyonce. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had to like, I had to stop you then and be Where like, did that come from? <laughs> she went, oh my god, am I speaking to Beyonce? Like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> I was like, yeah, was I got distracted. Yeah. Anyway, where was I? Um, <laughs> So yeah, makeup artists usually <laughs> come in and nice like, we'll, light in the hotel room. But <laughs> <laughs> they usually do things to us, but because we have to do it to ourselves, they have to speak over the talk back, and they have to go, and they say it really like openly as well. They go, "Okay, Georgie, dab your wet tash because you are dripping," <laughs> and you have to be like, "Oh," <laughs> and then they they used to put like um, chamois, so they like wet leather on your wrists and stuff, and on your neck to cool you down, because obviously it's just. Yeah, and you used to have like hand fans and it'd come over and fan you. But because okay. the, the nobody can come near you, you have to like do it yourself. And you're like, uh, I didn't know I used to get a wet tash or like, what am I? Am I like a weird swamp freak? Because I never knew this because they'd all do it discreetly. Yeah. So you're a bit like, oh, now I'm, I've always looked like this. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they wouldn't necessarily tell you what they're doing when they're dabbing your tash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, that, that's tough. That's, that's definitely tough. I, I don't know. I think over the next couple of years, cause this isn't going to stop right over the next couple of years, the AC, I mean, the, the UK is going to have to start installing ACs. That's going to have to become part of life. Maybe. Yeah, you're it's right. not, yeah. I can't imagine 
that these temperatures are sort of going to go no. back the way. I mean, there is, I, in 2018, I came over there and I was there for a bunch of days and it was so beautiful and it was so sunny. And I was like, I've never seen the UK like this. It was back to back days of gorgeous weather. Mm. Um, but why did I leave again? Like London in the sunshine no. is not- it's really? hot though. London's I know, too hot. That hot. Don't forget, we've got beautiful, we've got beautiful greenery places where it rains. So there is that. epic time. But also, look at this fan I've got right here. It's the loudest thing in the world. Like, come on, That's UK. A big fan. It's so loud That's at night. Yeah, it's like. I know, I know. That's why you need the AC. But uh, mm. I, I wish you guys the best of luck because <laughs> like air conditioned sweet. <laughs> <laughs> now sweat free face America because yeah yeah you look good and um, I think we've got an ad break right now there's an ad break okay yeah let's go take a break uh sweat break and we'll be back very shortly <laughs> baffled a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense Imagine the likes that, that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon. Incredible. So you basically <laughs> saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. Oh, they're talking, I think until 10 years ago, I, I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. 
arms and legs. So they're like, I don't know where they come from, but at work it's a chamois leather. I don't, do you know that What's word? That? No. I didn't even know what it was. And it's mm. like a piece of leather. And I think because the leather stays wet for longer, and if you soak it in a freezing cold sink, like yeah. freezing cold, and then it keeps wet and cool. And then you wrap it because, you know, your wrists, the back of your neck, and your ankles, yeah. and the, the central bits of keeping your body freezing, aren't they? Like yeah, they, they're keeping you cool. Oh, either. Sweating, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe just even like a cold flannel, like ice flannel, mm -hmm. stick, and and like we said, for your bites to cool them down. Yeah, because, my, my thousands of uh, mosquito bites that I have. I've actually tried that. The problem, so. There have been times where I've been in an apartment that didn't have AC, right? Or my mm -hmm. AC broke and I was waiting to get a new one and it was so hot and you're trying to sleep and that's the worst of it, isn't it? When you're yeah. really hot and you're trying to sleep, just like when you're really cold and you're trying to sleep. So I would get like a, a flannel or a towel mm -hmm. and I, I would actually sort of put that on my head and try to cool myself down. But literally within minutes, just like the beer in Wales, all right, it would be hot. Yeah, it so just gets hot again. again. Yeah. And then you, that's keeping you up. I found that ice is actually good because ice will last and, and stay cold for a little longer. Okay, it's going to melt quite quickly, but it's still probably going to stay cooler for a little while longer and hopefully you'll fall asleep in that time. So sometimes I'll suck on ice. Just don't choke on the <laughs> ice. <'Cause> I... <laughs> You're just there, asleep in bed like, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever works, Georgie. I tell you, do it. Works. I will try anything. Do you know what else I do? Like what? I've done today, I don't dry my hair. Like if it's too hot, I'm just gonna keep it wet. I will keep yeah. my hair wet, and so then it keeps me cooler for just that little extra bit longer. That's true. I washed my hair the other day, right? So I've been washing my hair to get a blowout at the studio mm. where I'm doing the chess uh, championships, and it literally, as soon as I stepped outside, it was dry. Because it's so hot out there. <laughs> we can't win. We can't win. So I would say make sure you don't wear socks in bed at night. You know, some people wear socks. I can't. What? what? <laughs> no, that makes me. I can't even speak. Doesn't that just overheat you when somebody else has socks on? That's insane. Socks is not okay. Ever. But what if they have really bad feet? What if they have like foot fungus? And... Then they need to take their socks off, and that's the whole reason why they've got fun fungus because they've yeah. been wearing socks too much. But now they're going to pass it on to you. Well, you can't catch foot fungi, can yeah, you? Yeah, you can. Hey, how about him? They he was a fungus. Fungi. fungus, you can. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. a deep bond that some people share between themselves. They need... swapped nail fungus. How gross. <laughs> No marriage rings, just foot fungus. Exactly. Forever. exactly. What about what about yeah, like a cold at that point? <laughs> what about a cold shower? I always find yes. if you get in a nice cold bath, swim in a lake, cool your body <laughs> temperature down, and then oh, and then and you know what? Just moan, moan about it in bed. That's fine. I feel like that helps a lot. If you're like, oh, it's too hot. Yeah, I feel like that helps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it helps those around you as well. Like, yeah, I, I think that. So, in the in the US, we have portable air conditioning units, right? Mm. You just have to make sure they're installed properly. I don't know if there would be an issue there, 
because it does take up a lot of energy. It takes Uh up a lot of your electricity. But we have, like the one that I have, it's not central air conditioning. It's a one that you put in the window and then you also take it out in the window. I've always thought about those. Like, I've always wanted to ask someone about these. That is like a big old fridge that sucks in the air, but you've got the window open. Now, do they just like fall on top of people and kill people? Well, see, that's the thing. It could possibly. I In the summertime, I don't like walking too closely to buildings <gasps> because you never know. And I will be very honest. There yeah. was one time that a friend of mine was installing my AC unit and he dropped it and it fell out of the window. And thank God. And there was a guy walking by. <gasps> and these things are really heavy. Thank God it went just straight, straight down. And there was like a little bit of a garden area there. Um, so it missed the guy, but the guy looked up and I like, I didn't even realize that could happen, but these things are so heavy. Make sure if you get one of those installed, you have someone who's very strong or two people. Uh, so one can sort of keep the window open and the other one can hold on to the AC. And it's something that has to be done very quickly so that it doesn't yeah. fall. So, oh, um, oh. but yeah, no, it can totally be dangerous if it's in the wrong hands. <sighs> Like, I, I just see them casually in windows, like, in America, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's not, like, I don't get it. And also, your window's still open, so you've got a gap. So your that window's I still open, but it's supposed to be sort of safeguarded. Like, they stick things there so the window can't come up. And that's what helps hold it in place. See, that's the thing. You're also supposed to screw it in. Oh. I have a feeling some people don't screw it in. No. And then it's so heavy, it can easily tip out. So... But maybe that's the solution. Maybe there's like a mini AC or something that you guys can get. But establishments are really going to have to get the full-on sort of central air conditioning. Otherwise, they're going to lose business. Yeah, we need to you be walk cooler. In there, that hot air to... hits you. Oh, we're not. We're breath. not pretty. No. no. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting too juicy for flies, and we ain't pretty in the heat. That is what's happening. No, we're not, and it's really bad for the hair. At yeah. least hair like this. Yeah. <laughs> Sweat on to the next story, shall Sweating we? Sweating on. Okay, so we've got... Now, I'm unsure of what this actually means. So yeah. this is one of those situations where, Sharon, your... You hope I have the answers. Yes. Your <laughs> intelligence will prevail for me. <laughs> I will try my best. <laughs> so Liverpool, I love Liverpool. Liverpool's a great city. Stripped of its UNESCO... UNESCO, 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 World Heritage Status. Yeah. So Liverpool has been stripped of its World Heritage Status after a UN committee found developments threaten the value of the city's waterfront. <gasps> Oof. Yeah. UNESCO, mm-hmm. yeah. UNESCO had yeah. previously warned that the developments, including the new Everton football stadium, had resulted in a serious deterioration of the historic site. The mayor said he finds it incomprehensible, incomprehensible, um, <laughs> and that places like so Liverpool. Yeah, I'm going in ready for this. Places, places like Liverpool should not be faced with the binary choice between maintaining heritage status or regenerating left behind communities and the wealth of jobs and opportunities that come with it. <laughs> the government still believes Liverpool. 
I, uh, I mean, I don't know what I said then because I just did an accent. I don't know what you said either. <laughs> the, government, the government still believes Liverpool deserves its heritage status and Liverpool becomes only the third site to lose its world heritage status since the list began in 1978, the other two being Oman's Oberian Oryx Sanctuary in 2007 and oh man i don't speak german and <laughs> lb valley in germany <laughs> lb valley in germany in 2009 you're wondering what is yes. the world heritage site right yes yes right. I am. yes so this is what it is i've got it written down because I, I had a general idea but this is basically what it is so a world heritage site is a property with legal protection right by the united nations educational scientific and cultural organization okay that's what unesco uh, stands for so mm-hmm. these sites they have cultural historical scientific or another form of significance and uh, when you think about world heritage sites in the UK, it's like Stonehenge, right. Taj Mahal in India, mm. it's the Great Wall of China. Um, mm. So almost to a certain extent, like sort of a wonder of the world. Seven, like the seven wonders of the world. Yeah. And plus. Yeah. So they can be sort of natural, naturally made, or it can be something to do with science. It could be something to do with archaeology and with Liverpool. So they got their world heritage status in 2004. And that was because uh, the bid was basically centered around its history as a major global port, right? In the 1800s. um, When the British empire was the British empire and, you know, some of the sick stuff, we did right with the transatlantic slave trade and all of that was going through Liverpool. This is where the ships were coming from. Yeah. And um, yeah, so there's a lot of history there when it comes to the, the British empire. So they, they got that status, but here's the thing. UNESCO was warning them that all these developments that they were making uh, to that area, that it was compromising these, you know, the area as being world heritage site. So, yeah, I get the mayor's like, well, you know, well, of course we're going to develop. We're a city, and that shouldn't yeah. be lose our status. But the thing is, you're not going to develop Stonehenge. Yeah. Just imagine if they're like, oh no, we're going to bring in some brand new stones. Forget the old ones. <laughs> or what if they put like a corner shop on Stonehenge? Like, what if they start <laughs> building like as the superstore there? Like, you kind of can't really yeah. do it. And I'm I suppose. McDonald's. Yeah, like a McDonald's now. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Like, so they're not going to do it. But also, like Liverpool is a thriving city, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's such a a brilliant culture place to be. Like it's it's so much history. It's got great social, so great football. It's it's got it's got a lot of money there, and, and also Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles, everything. everything. Yeah. Also, that's where the I work. Titanic set off the Titanic. Yeah. Beautiful. So I mean, to strip it of its heritage, I feel like they're being a bit extreme because there's probably you know. Is there, there is more to be done here. So I just yeah. think... It's a difficult balance. I think that's why it's probably really difficult for any city to yeah. be a world heritage site. Like Stonehenge is going to be a little easier to not develop, yeah. right? And yeah. that certainly would ruin it. But yeah, well, you know, you want to develop your city. You want your city to be more powerful in the, the grand scheme of things. Yeah, you want a brand new 
uh, football stadium for Everton. But I can see both sides of the story. And the thing is, I think you kind of have to make a choice at a certain point. If UNESCO goes by a set of guidelines, like this is what we look for. And if those are compromised, we take it away. As you said, a couple of of sites actually had their... um, their status ripped, snatched from them, just like <gasps> Liverpool. Here's the thing as well. I don't know if it makes a difference because I think it makes a difference to places like the Taj Mahal. I think it makes a difference to places like the Great Wall of China. But does it really make a difference to Liverpool? Is anyone going to Liverpool because you know it's a UNESCO World Heritage site? Who even knew? You didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no. I suppose people from around the world will go there and then go and no. find a bar and like support Everton football as well. So they're yeah. kind of getting all the things involved really. Cuz you want that money coming into the city and mm. yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean it's a great thing to learn about it. Like my auntie will literally kill me that she I I didn't know about this cuz obviously she used to be an archaeologist. So yeah. now I've literally learned stuff, but ooh, maybe I should have known about this already. Yikes. Yeah. You know, uh, when I was uh, looking up some stuff about it, about them losing their status, it was saying that a lot of people come to Liverpool for their food. Like, what are mm. they eating in Liverpool that we aren't eating? Uh, I mean, uh, scouse. There's some scouse. Yeah. Scouse is like a broth, like a hot pot, like a like yeah. a cool, like, it's like vegetables in a thing. Like, like a stew? Like, yeah, like a stew. That was a good okay. one. Like when it's cold and rainy, you want like a stew. Like one of my favorite things is corned beef hash. It's like one of them kind of things. Oh yeah, I like used to make corned pot. beef hash with rice. It was really good. <gasps> oh, I love corned beef. It's just too hot. It's too hot to think about yeah. those things right now. Feels <laughs> like that. Oh, that's um, the good thing about it being hot though. It makes you want to eat less if you if you want to yeah. lose weight. Like which I'm. You just sit still and sweat it out, doing nothing. (laughs) You know, I found out going back to chess for just a quick second. Yeah, that you can lose calories. Apparently, there's one neurologist that believes if you're a grandmaster and you're thinking at that level, you can lose up to six thousand calories a day by sitting there playing chess and using your mind. I don't mind. know if I believe that, but the grandmasters um, who I'm co-hosting these these shows with, they said, "Yeah, that sounds about right." <gasps> well, are there are their fingers super slim and skinny? I'm gonna look today. I'll come yeah. back to you with that answer. Oh, that is- <laughs> all that movement of the chest piece. Mine aren't. They're fat and stubby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that one arm is like super toned and like yeah, <laughs> like a little crab pincer, like. <laughs> but exactly yeah um anyway i mean with, with all that said i think liverpool's going to be just fine and i bet it doesn't make any impact yes prestigious to have that title but i don't think many people knew they had it in the first place no if anything i might go into it a little bit more that'll be you know worthwhile exactly. Exactly, exactly. I want to, you know, I've never been to Liverpool, by the way. (gasps) You must, you must. Yeah, I've got to try some of that Scouse. But don't you call people from Liverpool? Scouses. Yeah. Yeah. And also, named after them or they're named after (laughs) who? And also the outfits, the dress code. One of the greatest things about Liverpool women is, and it's the best, the races. When they all go for Ladies' Day 
it is incredible really so the yeah. style's on a whole other level I've got to I've got to get out more I haven't been to Manchester <sighs> I've been to Liverpool. I have been to Wales and I have been to Scotland, even though those are other countries. When you, when you come here, we're doing a world tour. Are you I would to? love that. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So let's move on to uh, our last listener letter. This one is from Vicky. Okay. And uh, she's saying a really embarrassing dancing video from primary school recently made the rounds again on social media. <laughs> no, not again. But it's from somebody else's YouTube account, so I can't delete it. How do I get over the embarrassment? Wow, Have you Vicky. Have been there, Georgie? Have you ever been? Oh, yeah. I mean, my mum used to film me all the time. She used to, like, rent out a video recorder from, like, friends yeah. and then record everything I did. I've yeah. got so many embarrassing things. Also, I was always that child that was the Rudolph, the one that did the main character in the play or things like that. And yeah, like I'd always want to, yeah. well, I mean, I couldn't win at maths or anything like that. So when it came to like <laughs> the performance stage, I was like, me, I want to do it. <laughs> so I have got videos on videos on videos of me, all sorts of things like that. And I don't what know if it's been released to the public. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Viral on social media. I I think you know what is probably one of the things I remember. My mum recording me and like my neighbour like dancing in like my front living room, and I just remember watching it and being like, I am the bossiest kid because I was like, film her now, film me, and like (laughs) just being bossy and I was like oh, I didn't know I was like a bossy kid I, know. I just thought I was like good at stuff but I was actually bossy around like that you <laughs> like only child syndrome what about you have you got any embarrassing childhood videos I don't think I have any embarrassing well maybe I've got some embarrassing videos out there somewhere it's more about embarrassing photos I mean my oh, school yeah. pics from when I was growing up like <laughs> secondary school even and primary school I mean my hair was on a whole other level and it wasn't a good level it was really really bad I mean I had the unibrow these are Uh. black male photos so if those got out I'd be really embarrassed (laughs) I'd never live it down but I think here's the key right when situations like that happen Mm. the key is laugh along with it right if you laugh with it no one can laugh at you anymore yeah you're on the joke yeah so I suggest uh that what you do you take that video and you create a TikTok video with it yeah yeah and you reenact you do the 2021 version yes whatever that dance was and you have a good old laugh and now you've got everyone on your side because who doesn't love somebody who doesn't take themselves too seriously you know there's Um, there's there's a guy on tiktok and i found him and i forgot his name i don't have it to hand but he has got videos of his little kid and he makes all his family be like do a play or things for school and he is the bossiest little like he'll do a pantomime and stuff and it's the funniest thing and he's like when you're six and you make your mum and dad play snow white characters and they're not doing it right and he's bossing them around so much and it's the funniest thing reminds you of the the good old days huh (laughs) i was like that's me you see yourself in that little boy (laughs) camp little me (laughs) it's so funny how you can be so bossy and animals too by the way you're making me think of my cats and i'm missing so much but one of them very bossy 
Yeah. He wants things his way all the time. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's what you do. Turn the joke on the person. I mean, who is this person who has it on their YouTube? Yeah, that's weird. And why is it come out again? It must have been yeah. a success the first time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It must have been a raving success. And now you just got to... Like, no, I'm going to post again. Yeah, you got to own it this time because it's probably fabulous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so nice. I'm going to post twice. Um, but yeah, I, I guess you know who the person is, right? You can also mm. go to them and give them a piece of your mind. Yeah. Or maybe you've got like a revenge video of them <gasps> right and then you can post that one but i i would say the easiest thing to do is just gonna be have a good old laugh reenact that dance and uh yeah don't take yourself too seriously you were in primary school i mean if it was from the other mm. day that might be a little more embarrassing and if you're really drunk and if you were doing something really embarrassing that you like you know you're like shameful <laughs> you know and the thing is I wonder, right, because I was talking to somebody about this the other day, our phones are listening to us and goodness oh, yes. knows, they might be recording us as well. Because are. I was at work the other day at the uh, chess club, St. Louis Chess Club, that's where we're doing um, these broadcasts and they brought cookies over, right? I never talk about cookies, they were the most delicious cookies. So I'm going on about how amazing these cookies are. Literally, like the very next day, I'm seeing ads on Instagram for cookies and then... I've been wearing Ted Baker because Ted Baker, they're awesome. They lent me all these clothes to wear. Nice. You've been looking very pretty. Thank you. And so I'm talking to to my makeup artist about Ted Baker. She, for the first time ever, sees Ted Baker come up on her feed on Instagram. Our phones are listening to us. They may very well be recording us. Uh, Absolutely. So there may be a lot of embarrassing videos coming out at some point in time. (gasps) It's scary. It's scary. No, don't say it. Don't say the words. Embarrassing video. Because yeah. I, I don't want to see any. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, about, what about when you're full? You don't hear about embarrassing videos. That's a story for another day, though. Yeah, that's yeah. another story. But, I mean, what about when your phone just starts making, like, a video montage of, like, from your photos, and all of a sudden you look and it says, like, spring 1992. Yeah. And you're like why is this coming up yeah. right now and like you've got x's in it and like you've got things yeah. and you think well i don't well, want to remember that that you didn't use and you yeah. delete yeah. and now and you're just bringing it to the forefront and it pops up with like slow music and like memorable yeah. whispical music and you're like why is this happening it's weird <laughs> technology is just going too far i mean it's like uh gmail when you're writing an email and they, or you get an email and it will give you the response you should send back it will give you like three responses which one do you want to choose yeah you're reading my emails too no it's too much it's too i'm gonna much. i'm gonna start using paper envelopes I know. Let's go back to writing letters. All right, your letter. Telegrams. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. The yeah. private days when yeah. our secrets weren't uncovered. <laughs> oh, Sharon. That's all we've got time That's for. It, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I wish I could say I can go pass out now because I'm an absolute zombie, but no, I've got a live show to do now. You're doing work. It's going to be great. You are yeah. a star. You have done brilliantly so far. Tell me everything about chess. Thank when you. I will. I will. And we'll play some matches. We'll play some chess matches. Yeah. Let's. That'll be fun. We can do it on chess.com, actually. You can do it virtually. I'm so. such on. I'm already a member. Yeah. <laughs> Not. Uh, well, thanks everyone for listening and all you chess 
tennis fans and fans of the Heat, uh, the Listed to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter and me, Georgie Porter. There's a bonus episode on Friday, which is extra lippy. So we'll be back on Tuesday next week. So make sure you subscribe or follow, guys. Rate and review as well. We want to hear from you with your listener letters, your dilemmas. Uh, send us messages to loose lips at createproductions.com or on social media at the Missy Porter at Sharon Carpenter. And we will see you on Friday. Bye. 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 Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.